All right, this is your girl, Lady Sage, and thank you for joining me for the Revelations of Genesis. We're going to do chapter 49 and chapter 50, and then that will be the end of the book of Genesis. It's been a powerful uh, read, and um, uh, I'm, I'm going to miss digging through the word with you guys. But there's also Exodus, so that's like the be continue. You know, Exodus is like, like when you're reading a book, it's like part two. You know, Exodus, Leviticus, uh, Numbers, those are all continuing uh, sagas, if you want to say. So we're gonna continue this saga. And um, all right, guys. So I hope you had time to get your Bibles, and let's get into this Revelations of Genesis chapter forty-nine. So, here we go. So Jacob called to his sons and said, Gather around me. I want to tell you what you can expect in the days to come. I think this is really important because he breaks down to them, basically, uh, the next hundred years or so, more than that, of what's going to happen. Basically, generations on generations on generations of what's going to happen to them and he prophesies over them so let's read it so come listen come together and listen said come together listen sons of jacob listen to israel your father reuben you are my firstborn my strength first proof of my manhood <laughs> that's funny i think it's kind of funny at the top of at the top in honor and at the top in power. But like a bucket of water spilled, you'll be at the top no more. Because you climbed into your father's marriage bed, mounted the couch, and you defiled it. Simeon and Levi are two of a kind, ready to fight at the drop of a hat. So remember, so he's basically kind of recalling what happened. So you remember when... Reuben slept with um, one of Jacob's uh, wives. That's why he said that he defiled the, his father's marriage bed. Now he's going into Simeon and Levi. Those were the two that raided um, Dinah's uh, husband when she finally got when she got married. I remember he raped her and then she married him and then they all were circumcised and these two went through and just killed everybody so now he's hatching like basically what's gonna happen because of what they did so Simeon and Levi are two of a kind ready to fight at the drop of a hat I don't want anything to do with their vendettas want no part of their bitter feud. They kill men in fit of temper, slash ox and on a whim, a curse on their uncontrolled anger, on their dis indiscernment wrath. I'll throw them out with trash. I'll shed shed sheared and scatter them like confetti throughout Israel. Now, I just want to say this: like Joseph, Jacob was not as forgiving as Joseph was. He's gonna let his sons have it. You, Judah, your brothers will praise you. Your fingers on 
your fingers on your enemy's throat. While your brothers honor you, you're a lion cub, Judah. Home flesh from the kill, my son. Look at him, crouched like a lion, king of the beasts, who darted mess with him. The sceptre shall not leave Judah. He keeps a firm grip on the commandment staff, command staff, until the ultimate ruler comes and the nation obeys him. He'll tie up his donkey to the grapevine. He'll purge purged price and sherb branch. He will wash his shirt in wine and his cloak in the blood of grapes. His eyes will be darkened with wine, his teeth whiter with milk. So it sounds like he's going to be a drunkard. Zebian settled down from the seashore. He's a sea. He's a safe harbor for ships along right alongside Sidian. Ishakar is one tough donkey, crouched between the coral, and when he saw how good the place was, how pleasant the country, he gave up his freedom, and when, and went to and went to work as a slave. Whew, he, he's, he is like going in on his his kids. Dan will handle matters of justice for his people. He will hold his own just fine among the tribes of Israel. Dan is, on, the, Dan is only a small snake in the grass, a lethal serpent in ambush by the road. When he strikes a horse in the hill and brings its huge rider crashing down, I wait in hope for your salvation, God. God will be attacked by bandits, but he will trip them up. Asher. Asher will become famous for for rich food. Candles and candies and sweets fits for kings. Nathalie is a deer running free that gives birth to lovely fawns. Joseph is a wild donkey. A wild donkey like a spring. Sprinted donkey on a hill. The archer with the malice attacks, shooting their hate-tripped arrows. But he held steady under fire. His bow firm, his arms limber, with the backing of the champion of Joseph, the shepherd rock of Israel. The God of your fathers, may he help you, and may the strong God, may he give you his blessing, blessing tumbling out of the sky, blessing bursting up from the earth, blessing of breast and wounds. May the blessing of your fathers exceed the blessing of the ancient mountains. 
surpass the delight of the eternal hill. May they rest on the head of Joseph and on the brow of one of the concentrated amongst his brothers. Benjamin is a ravenous wolf. All morning he growls, he groans on his kill. And at the evening he divides up what is left. All of these are the tribe of Israel, the twelve tribes, and this is what and this is what their father said to them. As he blessed them, blessed each one with their own special farewell blessing. Then he instructed them, I am about to gather to my people. Bury me with my fathers in the cave, which is in the land of Ephron, and the Hittites, the cave in the field of Beach Play. Facing memory, the land of Canaan, and the field of Abraham brought from Ephraim the Hittites for a burial plot. Abraham and his wife Sarah were buried there. Isaac and his wife Rebecca were buried there. And I buried Leah there. The fields and the caves were brought from the Hittites. Jacob finished instructing his sons, pulled his feet into his bed, breathed his laugh, and was gathered to his people. That is chapter 49. So Jacob has now passed away giving blessings, honest blessings to each one of his sons. So let's finish up this chapter. Chapter 50, the revelations of Genesis. Again, if you're joining me, thank you for joining me uh, through this uh, book of Genesis. Um, You know, it's not a perfect read, especially with the names, but we got through this and that's the most important thing sometimes it's not going to be perfect but it's the process of getting through so i'm really excited because <laughs> we're on genesis chapter 50 so let's go joseph threw himself into his father he weeped over him and kissed him joseph then instructed the physicians and his employed and embalm his father. The physicians embalmed Israel. The embalming took 40 days. The period required for embalming. There was public mourning by the Egyptians for 70 days. When the period of mourning was completed, Joseph petitioned Pharaoh's court. If you have reason to think kindly of me, Present Pharaoh with my requires, requests. My father made me swear, saying that I am ready to die. Bury me in the graves and plot that I have prepared for myself in the land of Canaan. Please give me leave to go up and bury my father. Then I'll come back. Pharaoh said, certainly. Go and bury your father as he has made you promise under oath. So even though Joseph's reunited with his family, he is still a prisoner in a way. 
because he can't just leave there. He can't just leave Egypt and come and go as he please. He has to get permission. He can't leave Egypt as his brothers can and kind of go wherever they want. He has to stay there for the permission. And as valuable as Joseph was, they're not gonna, they're not gonna just let him go. So go bury, I mean, they're not gonna just let him go forever. So as we're reading, go bury your father as he had made you promise under oath. So Joseph left to bury his father and all the high ranking officers with Pharaoh court went with him. All the dignitaries of Egypt joining Joseph's family, his brothers and his father's family, their children and their flock, their their herbs were left in Goshen's chariot. Chariots and horsemen accompanied them. It was a huge funeral procession. Arriving at the Ath threshing floor, just across from the Jordan River, they stopped for a period of mourning, letting their grease out in loud and lengthy lamentation. For seven days, Joseph engaged in these funeral rites for his father. When the Canaanites who lived in this area saw the grieving began pouring out at the threshing floor, they said, look how deeply the Egyptians are mourning. That is how the sight, that is how the sight at the Jordan got its name, Albel Mezrum, which means Egyptians limitation. Jacob's son continued to carry out his instructions to the letter. They took him on into the Canaan, Canaan and buried him in the cave in the field of Marquesli, facing Marais, the field that Abraham had brought as a burial plot from Ephraim, Ephraim, and After burying his father, Joseph went back to Egypt. All of his brothers who had come with him to bury his father returned with him. After the funeral, Joseph's brothers talked among themselves. What if Joseph is carrying a grudge and decides to pay us back for all of the wrong that we have done? So they sent Joseph a message. Before his death, your father gave this command so Joseph, forgive your brother's sin, all that have wrong doing. They did treat you very badly. Will you do it? Will you forgive the sins of the servants of your fathers? God. When Joseph received the message, he wept. Then the brothers went in person to him, threw themselves on the ground before him, and said, "We will be your slaves." Joseph replied, don't be afraid. Do I act for God? Do I act for God? Do you see? You planned evil against me, but God used the same plan for my good. As you see all the around you right now, life for many people, easy now. You have nothing to fear. 
I'll take care of you and your children. He reassured them, speaking with them, heart to heart. Joseph continued to live in Egypt with his father's family. Joseph lived 110 years old. He lived to see Ephraim's son in the third generation, the son of Mark, Marky. Manasseh's son were also recognized as Joseph's. At the end, Joseph said to his brothers, I am ready to die. God will most certainly pay you to pay you a visit to take you out of this land and back to the land he has solemnly promised to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Then Joseph made the sons of Israel promise under oath. When God made his visitation, make sure you take my bones with you as you leave here. Joseph died at the age of 110. They embalmed him and placed him in a coffin in Egypt. Joseph had great faith in his brothers and asked them to basically allow them to bury him where his father um, was buried. And I think this is the beautiful thing. I mean, um, we didn't get to Exodus yet, but you know, they actually are able to do that. And um, I think that also shows you the mending of the brother's relationship. They loved Joseph and thanked him for forgiving them for the wrong that they did to him. It couldn't have been easy for Joseph going completely free and being, you know, his father's favorite. is clearly his mother's favorite. And, um, you know, the jealousy of his brothers, you know, Joseph going from being the favorite uh, to the unrecognized. Um, um, and then God always showed favor, whether he was in the pit or the palace, he had favor. And Joseph spoke life to his brothers, even though they had fear. So I think that was a really good story and uh, to really be mindful of um, our situations and though they seem though they may seem like the end of end all be all it's not and I like how Joseph said you know you know you did this wrong thing but God turned it around for for my good that's that's the main thing that we should always understand that when we're going through things that God is turning God has the ability right he has the ability to turn it around for our goods so y'all be blessed thank you thank you thank you thank you for joining me on the revelations of Genesis, I hope 
that it has inspired you to take a read of these beautiful chapters, these beautiful books, you know, 66 books that was inspired and written with a, written from the heart of God, really. This is 66 books, love letters to, to his people. And so, um, yeah, guys, we're not done. We're going on to Exodus. If you've never, if you've never read Exodus, um, if you've never read Exodus, it, it's it's a it is a good continuation story, and uh, it's only forty chapters. I think it's only about forty chapters. So yeah, join me later on. Thank you. Uh, last thing I want to say is follow your dreams and goals. One thing, if you can't, if you try not to disappoint, try not to disappoint yourself and push, push, push. This right here, this whole revelation of Genesis was a definite push for me. And um, just keep pushing. Um, as I'm reading these stories and scriptures, like they're speaking to me in volumes over my life and I'm hoping that I become more than just a reader of the word but like that it impacts me so much that I apply it to my life you know and speak over the things in my life that I might be going through or walking through and so y'all be blessed peace peace